Hi, hello, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. Um, I apologize in advance if I sound out of it or like I just haven't spoken all day, which I kind of haven't. Like, usually when I get up and I'm on my way to do something or like I know I have to interact with people, I will like do voice warming exercises. Or, you know, those, like, tongue twisters. I'll just repeat them over and over again. Just so, like, I'm all warmed up and ready to have a conversation and it just flow. Because, like, a lot of the times I notice that I'm not enunciating words or, like, I'll... What is that? I'll just stumble over my words. Is that the correct term? I think stutter I'll stutter sometimes you know but yeah and then sometimes I just can't really like get a grasp of what I'm trying to say and I don't know whatever it's like it helps to talk in the car when I'm driving sometimes like I'll say my thoughts and words and get them out there so then I can just kind of like reorganize what I'm gonna say and have it more compacted and more concise you know but excuse me sometimes I'll do that and it's like totally helpful but other times I'm just like so anxious that it doesn't help much or like I just totally forget to and then when I don't like it's just a big old mess and I've just realized you know warming up or just practicing in your mind or out loud what you want to say to people especially if it's something important it does help you know and I don't know like like I've just been so stressed well it's not that I'm so stressed but like just in the last couple of days I've been a little overwhelmed because I have finals and then just regular homework assignments and I mean finals Midterms, I mean, I have midterms and then homework on top of that. And I just let myself get a little behind schedule than I originally wanted to. And I think it's just because these last couple of days I've had to like recover from the weekend. And I know it's like Wednesday night. It's October 13th, Wednesday night. I'm like freaking out about one assignment that I have to turn in tomorrow like around 3 p.m and like last time I had to turn in this assignment because this is just like the continuation of it I totally procrastinated and did it last minute and I was like freaking out about it and I was telling everyone I was freaking out about it and then like one of my friends, he was just like, just go for a C, you know, like, don't stress, stop what you're doing, you know, like, get a hold of yourself and just go for a C. Like, what's so bad about that, you know? And if you do that, then there's a lot more pressure taken off, you know? And so that's what I did. And I ended up getting an A, which I feel like <laughs> was really great but it didn't help my case because now I feel like I have to get an A but 
I don't know. Maybe I should just go for a C again. Now that I say it out loud, I'm just like, go for a C. Like, what are you doing? Like, if you got an A the first time, now I can get a C. And then the next time, I'm allowed to put a little pressure on it and go for that A again. Or do better, you know, whatever. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I just get all conflicted and melodramatic about like my performance in school and it's like but I'm not the best I'm gonna like have a fit or something and it's just like why does it matter at the end of the day you know like just do what you can and then move on you know like it's not the end of the world I don't need to be a perfectionist I don't need to be the smartest person in the room I don't need to be this or that you know it's like just do what you can I guess And, I don't know, I feel like also, the main reason I procrastinated was just, like, I felt so depleted from this weekend, and I was telling myself, like, Sunday, you have to start everything, so then you're on track for the week, and Sunday, Monday, I didn't really do much, because I was, like, I'm so depleted, like, I literally have no energy, I just, I don't even know what to do, right, like, I just need to focus on, like, recovering, and it's just so dumb, because in my past, I've, like, struggled with social anxiety, or just anxiety, I don't know, like, even just the other day, I saw this TikTok, where, like, this girl was just, like, staring at the camera, And the caption was just like, I don't believe social anxiety is real. But I don't know if she's trolling or if she's just, like, being funny or, like, she's being serious or what. Like, I don't totally understand younger people's sense of humor, you know? So I was like, I don't know what to think of this. But I was like, okay, maybe she doesn't and maybe that's, like, a valid opinion. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not gonna, I didn't really, like, care to comment on it. I was just like, interesting, okay, moving on. And I don't know, like, anyways, I'm, like, getting off track. But, like I said, I've just, I know I for sure have suffered from anxiety in the past. And, and, like, when it comes to, like, meeting new people and being in new situations, I thought, you know, drinking alcohol would make it better because I realized when I drink and I got a buzz or I was tipsy or I was drunk I don't know whatever you want to call it I was a lot more you know adventurous and daring and um fun and social and I know like maybe that's not what everyone would think but I that's what how I felt at the time you know and I think a lot of people might relate to that And this started, like, after high school, you know, like, because I didn't really drink. In high school, I drank a little bit, but with mostly under adult supervision, there was just, like, I remember for sure, like, two or three nights that I did get drunk in high school. But I think two of those nights, there was adult supervision. And then the one night that I didn't, it was because, like, it was my senior year. I was at a party with college freshmen I was like 
I felt super cool because I was a freshman. I mean, I was a senior in high school hanging out with college freshmen. And we were just, like, drinking four locos and passing them around. Like, I think we bought, like, two or three. And we were just, like, drink, passing them around all taking drinks from it. And I got pretty drunk that night. And it was, like, embarrassing. And I feel like this was just, like, foreshadowing of how everything was going to go for the next couple years for me because my like I've talked about my struggle with drinking on in my YouTube videos and those I probably took them down too but this isn't like a new topic but if you don't know me you know like this might be all new to you and I'm just gonna go in it for a bit but I definitely like Sorry, I just got a text from some guy and he's like from LA and he just said like I'm in your area and I'm stuck here for the night cuz he I remember telling him telling me he had car problems and then he never made his way to get his car and we kind of stopped talking and it's been like maybe 2 weeks since I've heard from him and now it's like whatever. Anyways, Back to my drinking stuff. In the past, it was just like... I was 18 and dating all these guys. And I was always nervous, you know. There was really a time where I was just like calm and collected. And I didn't really care. I mean, there were some people who made me feel like that. But even then, like... Alcohol was usually offered to me. Especially because like a lot of these guys were over 21. And... You know, like, maybe they just wanted to make me feel at ease. Maybe they wanted to accommodate me and, like, offer me a drink, you know, be a good host. Or maybe they wanted to take advantage of me. Or maybe they didn't realize how drunk I would get from one or two drinks, you know. Especially during these days, it was bad. It was always a bad, it was a lethal mix combination a lethal combination because I was rarely eating those days I would usually have like one meal or not even much like I would maybe munch or nibble on a few things throughout the day and then I yeah like I had an eating disorder and then I would go out and drink and usually one drink led to another and then another and oftentimes I blacked out and it was just like it was always in the name of like I'm nervous maybe a drink might make me feel better or you know take the edge off and a lot of shitty and bad things happen when you're around someone you don't really know you're drinking with them and then they have the intentions of flirting with you and having something sexual happen you know and there's been times where I don't know it's just like also I was just so lonely and maybe it was like desperation as well and all the attention I received from like growing up in a small town and then moving to Los Angeles it was just like mind-boggling like it was hard to comprehend the big difference that just like flipped on me you know like it was just like 
you're invisible to all of a sudden I'm overwhelmed with people asking me to hang out with them especially online you know I was still like too shy to approach anyone but not but I mean it's not that guys didn't approach me in person I just they were always a lot more creepier and online you know like there's more of a time or like there's less pressure and whatever it's like easier to just like go back and forth and get to know each other a little bit and make sure this person, like, seems decent, you know, instead of... And, you know, like, at 18, I'm not going to be meeting guys at a bar because I don't even have a fake ID. So I feel like... (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) That, like, experience led me down a really dark rabbit hole of, like, Eat, drinking, eating disorders, like, seeking validation from men and low self-esteem and trauma, like, a lot of trauma and emotional and physical abuse, sexual assault, all the stuff that you don't want to happen when you're 18 years old pretty much happened. And I just feel like, and for a long time, I just completely blame myself I was like you're the one who went out you're the one who drank you're the one who would often ask for alcohol you'd even ask guys to buy you bottles of alcohol like you were just as guilty like it's your fault you had an idea that something was gonna happen like you're just as much to blame like if anything it's your fault you opened up yourself to these situations like I just constantly went into, like, blame mode and, like, self-shaming. And it was just, like, a lot. I was very hard on myself, you know. And now I feel like any little thing, even when it comes to homework, I'm just very hard on myself. And it's, like, hard to let go of that self-criticism and self-doubt and, like, beating myself up for things that I'm not that I feel like I didn't do as well on, you know, like things I could have performed or done better, you know, like whatever. It's just like, it's just, it's a lot, you know, like my brain, sometimes I feel like I don't know how to shut it off and it's always like, it can get dark really fast and that's where I'm trying to prevent. It's like, Even earlier, last week, I was talking to a friend and I was like, I think it's just hard for me to, like, be happy and, like, enjoy little things that happen because, like, the little things, you know, like, good things, positive things that happen in my life because I'm constantly questioning, do I deserve good things, you know? And I just have gone through so much negative experiences in my life where, like, At some point, I was like, you deserve this. You don't deserve to be happy. You don't deserve good things in your life. And I'm constantly, like, reverting to that. Like, I'm... And I recoil, too. Like, and when good things happen to me, I don't even know how to act. Like, it's just sometimes bizarre, you know? Like, sometimes there'll be moments where, like, I'm just... I feel so relieved that, like, some anxiety or pressure is taken off. And I'm like, this thing happen and it's good and it's gonna make your life better and you're allowed to feel happy and you're allowed yeah like it's just like 
you're allowed to feel the good feelings you're feeling. Like, this is a good thing. And then all of a sudden, I just, like, it starts to fade. And I'm just like, no, maybe. It's, you know, it's like BoJack Horseman. I just felt like I did relate to him in so many ways where, like, he's thinks he's like a piece of shit and then like good things happen and he like feels happy for a moment but then it like is gone and he's like well what's next like I'm not fulfilled like what does this mean and it's just kind of it's it's just because like there's just this deep void inside you and in order to you can't fill that void with anything you can't like keep putting stuff in and you can't like keep taking drugs or alcohol or doing all these destructive things and expect the void to be satisfied you just like the one thing you have to do is work on yourself and try to be a better person and try to get over that feeling of emptiness or like unsatisfactory you know like i don't know is that even the proper word for this topic like um it's just like this feeling of yeah like emptiness and the only way to fix it is like by changing your mentality you know and it takes time it's not going to be like an overnight thing it's not going to be a one or two week program that you can do and like then everything's gonna be fine you know it's like a constant battle it's an everyday thing where like you're constantly having to tell yourself and work on like keeping that negativity and the deep dark thoughts away and it's just like a constant thing and I just and maybe it's more common and a lot of people feel this way or maybe some people are just so naturally optimistic or just like neutral that they don't get these feelings and thoughts of like deep self-doubt and hatred and insecurity and like and it's a lot easier you know it's like that movie um young adult where she's just like everyone just seems so happy and fulfilled and I don't feel anything you know like I'm not and I don't know, that's not the the direct quote, you know, but it was something like that. And she was just like, it just seems so easy for everyone. And it's like, what's wrong with me that it's not? Like, what about me isn't working? Like, how damaged am I, you know? And it's just because, like, she's deeply insecure. And even if she has her own form of success, she doesn't, like, fully appreciate it. And it's not until the end, you know, where, like, people are like... What the fuck is your problem? And sometimes you do need to need other people to like remind you of the stuff that you do or happen are good and that they should be celebrated and that you should feel good because like if you're this person who's constantly questioning and self-doubting, you can easily get sucked into that, especially when there are no other people who to who keep things neutral or positive, you know, and it's not their responsibility. To constantly check in on you and keep you from sinking into this thing. But it does help when you do have positive and good and genuine friends and family around you. You know, just people. 
But I don't know with me. It's like. Now that I've said all these things. Are out loud. It, it kind of just seems minimal in a way. Where I'm like why the heck am I stressing out about this. Like what is wrong with you Rio? Like. You are just like. So frustrating. Like I was even. I meditated before I started recording this. And I was like imagining just like leaving my body for a second shaking myself and just like yelling at myself because it's like what is wrong with you like you're stressing out over something that's so simple and that's not gonna I mean it's not that it's so simple but it's like it's something that you can do and you're capable of doing and it's not gonna kill you it's not the end of the world and just you can do it like you're more than capable you know and it's just like uh it's just why do I keep making these, like, mistakes where, like, I procrastinate something and then, like, beat myself up in the worst way emotionally and, like, mentally because it's, like, you're human and you didn't want to do homework. And you're, like, oh, whatever. Like, it's not the end of the world and nobody really wants to do homework, but you have to do it to, like, prove something and get through this class you know it's like yes it might be pointless but also at the same time like it's helpful for whatever you're studying and getting through school you know it's like there's a bigger picture and that's what you're (laughs) that's what you're trying to get get or like go to is that bigger picture you know and it's like if I let all the little mistakes and fuck-ups or just, like, roadblocks or hurdles get in the way, I'm never gonna get there, you know? Like, I'm just gonna give up. It's, like, never finishing that puzzle. Even though it's, like, not even that difficult, you know? It's, like, medium-sized puzzle. It can probably fit on, like, a small coffee table. It doesn't have to be, like, that 1,000-piece puzzle of, like, the jungle or, like, some $5,000. I mean, 5,000-piece puzzle that's, like, takes your family a year to finish or something. Like, I don't know. How extensive do puzzles even get? I don't think I've even been around one in so long. Anyways, I just thought if I ranted about all these, like, shitty things in my mind, I can go back and, like, finish studying and doing this assignment, and I'll be okay. I do I do feel a lot better. I feel a lot lighter. Like, what the heck? Anyways, back to the drinking. I was just like, I drank too much this last weekend, but it wasn't even that... I mean, it wasn't... A, it was, a, it was like a bit much because the first night I blacked out and I was like hungover but I blacked out at the very end of the night like we had already gone back to my friend's place and we were just like sitting in her living room and then I guess I like did this whole thing where I was just like being all melodramatic and then I was just like I'm gonna go throw up and then I went and threw up in the toilet and 
And then I guess I, like, laid on her floor or something, like, in the living room. And then I, I don't know how, but I ended up in her bed and I just fell asleep. And I was, like, fine the next day. I mean, I was hungover, but it wasn't, like, excruciatingly hungover. And then the next... And then that night, I drank again. Not, like, obscene amount or, like, the same amount as the previous night. But it was, like, not, not to, like, a light level. Like, two or three drinks. Maybe a shot. That should be my max. That's kind of, like, a crazy night, you know? If I have, like, one drink, a shot. Maybe another drink. That's, like, a medium. And then if I just have one drink or I don't drink that should be like my goal is not to drink or just maybe have one drink because it's like once I start I don't know when to start and I'm like telling myself like this should be enough like you don't need to drink anymore but then I'm like you know what like I should have another drink and I don't know how to explain it and it's just like hard to like talk myself out of it Until someone else is like, no, like, let's just not drink anymore. And then I'm like, okay, fine. But I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm scared that's not enough, you know? Because there's been times where, like, I'll run off and just, like, get a drink somehow. And that's bad, you know? It's bad. It's like, what good has alcohol ever done me? You know, like, it's not necessarily ruined my life. But it's, you know, I've gotten a DUI. I've blacked out like so many times now like I don't I can't even count how many times I've blacked out I've you know I've woken up with guys on top of me trying to take advantage of me I have been like sexually assaulted trigger warning like I guess I do talk about sexual assault sometimes you know I have woken up not knowing how I got home And I've also woken up the next day. Like, when I was in L.A., I did have a guy the next... I was, like, I woke up. I vaguely remembered stuff that happened. I I just knew I was so drunk. Like, I'd never gotten that drunk before. And I... And then when I when I was coming to, I was, like, in the taxi on my way home, I guess. And I was, like, trying to throw pennies and my change at the taxi driver. But I think he was just telling me over and over again, like, your friend paid for the ride. This ride has been paid for. And I just couldn't comprehend that. Like, I couldn't process it. And so, like, I was just felt so guilty because I didn't have money and then I was just throwing him the change I had and I thought I had to pay for the taxi or I was in trouble or something and I got out of the cab and I just remember like stumbling around my apartment building somehow I got in and I was like stumbling around I was on the wrong floor floor and I remember seeing these three college kids around my age trying to help me find my room or my apartment 
but they couldn't because I was on the wrong floor and I didn't know how to say that. I just remember I was belligerently drunk. Like, it was bad. And then, and then I guess finally I got into my apartment somehow. And that next morning, I woke up. I realized what time it was that I missed a midterm. And I had one coming up soon. And then I just started bawling because I knew... I I was just like, I didn't know how to process the whole blacking out thing. I was just like bawling and bawling and... I called my friend and I, I couldn't, she couldn't even understand what I was saying because I was like bawling and just crying and trying to explain to her what was going on. And I feel like I ruined her morning that day because it's like, who wants to have like some crazy girl like calling them and just crying and you can't even understand what they're saying? Uh, sorry, I don't want to get emotional. But anyways, I one of the reasons I was crying too is because, and this happened years ago. It was like 2012, I think, late July, September, something like that, August maybe. And I had posted photos on my Instagram of what happened, and. Not necessarily everything that happened, but there was, like, clues to what happened that night. Like, I was with a guy. We were drinking. I took a photo of us, like, semi-nude. He was nude, but he was covering his, like, junk. I was in a bra and a skirt. And, like, it wasn't the most flattering photo. And I just remember I wanted to take a photo of us. But he was just like, I don't want anyone to know who I am. Like, I don't want to be... Like, I don't want people to associate me with you. And that was, like, also just something that was so jarring to me because I just, like, was, like, expecting that from, like, my high school peers. But, like, someone in L.A., I was just like, what? Like, no, you're supposed to be open-minded. Like, you're supposed to be cool. Like, you're not supposed to treat me this way. Like, what? Like, it's just a harmless photo. Like, it could be silly. Like, we didn't even have to be, like, semi-nude or anything like it could have just been a simple silly selfie or something and I would have been fine it would have just been like we're just friends whatever and but he was just like adamant like no way I'm not showing my face and I just remember before I hung out with him too I thought he was so cool it was like one of the first guys that I like just really hit it off with too so like to get that reaction of like there's no way I'm gonna be in a photo with you unless my like head is cropped out and that's how I did it and I think I was also sneaky about it too because I'm pretty sure I might have said something like I'm not gonna post it and I did anyways and and then before I even posted that photo too I had posted a screenshot of some guy in high school like trying to flirt with me but he didn't realize who I was because I had started my transition and he just thought I was some random girl who lived in LA and that he could hang out with. And we were just like in this flirting stage too. Like nothing was said, nothing was promised. 
there's no intention of this or that yet and it was just flirting messages and then like at the end the screenshot where I did post it was just like him me saying like um I think you're just it was like me coming into giving into my insecurities and saying like I think you're messing with me like stop like creeping on me you know like I know this is... Like, I was just implying I know this is a joke. And I know who, you know who I am, you know? But he, obviously, he didn't fully realize. And he was just like... What are you talking about? Something like that. And... I don't remember if I said, like... Oh, yeah, we went to high school together or whatever. But he was just like... Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. And... So I took a screenshot of that and I posted on my Instagram too. And then, and you know, like this guy's fairly popular. Like a lot of girls thought he was attractive. I thought he was attractive too, you know. So my Instagram was getting that traffic from that, you know, like all these girls being like, what the heck? Like, why is this guy flirting with Rio? Like, who is she? Like, or, like, you know, at the time, people weren't even calling me she. People were just misgendering me, calling me my dead name. It was just, like, I put myself in this really bad situation. Not necessarily bad, but I put myself in a situation to get all this attention that could be potentially negative, you know. And then, like, and then this other photo of me in the sky and... I don't know if there was another one after that. I don't think so. But then people from my high school were all, like, wondering who this mysterious guy in the photo was. And, like, my photo had... The screenshot had... And that photo I posted of, like, me in the sky got so many comments. Like, I just remember the... It's the only time I've ever, like, gotten a massive, like, amount of comments and whatever. And it was, like, I think over 200. I can't fully remember. I couldn't even read them all. Because, like, they were a lot. So, were just so nasty. Like, so rude. So mean. Like, and I was, like, one of the other... Yeah, like, I was just bawling. And I was, like, look, trying to read these messages. I was, like, I blacked out. I'm trying to process that. I'm bawling because all these people were, like, cyberbullying me. It was, like, my first time. No, it wasn't my first time, actually, either. Like, but from, like, people I knew in real life. Social media, like, Instagram. Mean... Thing. I don't know, like, just shitty high school pettiness, you know. And and then on top of that, like, I miss my midterm. And, you know, like, I cared about school still. Like, I was fucking up, but I cared about school. And, and then another thing was that the guy from that night messaged me. And he was just like, we had sex last night two times. And... You were unconscious. Like, I knew you were unconscious. And I chose to have sex with you. And I was just so confused. And then I was like, are you sure? Because, like, I didn't necessarily feel sore or, like, something had happened. 
And so I was just like, I don't know about that. Like, and on top of that, like, I'm bawling. Like, I have all these other things on my mind, too. So, like, that I just pushed off. Like, I pushed that to the back of my mind. And I was just like, I think I might have said it to my friend because I was on the phone with, I got that message and I was just like, some guy said he had sex with me last night or something like that. And I'd even like consider that it was like rape either, you know, like, and like I said, I was just like, you're the one that chose to meet up with him. You drank. It was your choice. And I think also it was my first night that I smoked weed and I drank. So I got crossfaded, I guess. And I really didn't know what that meant either. Like, I didn't know there was a word for it. But and it was just, like, also on an empty stomach. And I remember I had classes earlier that day, too. So I was tired as well. Like, I was one of those people who's, like, getting up at 5 in the morning, going running getting ready and having breakfast or some like I'd chug orange juice not chug but I would have some orange juice just like to give me enough energy to get going and like I didn't even have coffee at that time either like I didn't really like get coffee like it was just it seemed like such an adult thing I was only 18 So I was like, and Starbucks was so expensive to me too, you know. And during those days, like a lot of the girls I went to school with, we were all like, I have $5 to make it through this week, you know, like I'm so broke. Like I, And you know, it was also like, to me, it just was like cool. It was like, we were all going through it together, you know, like we were all suffering and starving in the name of fashion like we were at fashion school and we were all like I felt like we were all so very attractive too I look back and I was just like I look so busted and I'm like how did you I even get attention you know but it's just like so different back then too and the standards obviously I wasn't like Instagram model material or anything like that but I stood out and I like got attention you know one way or another it wasn't the most positive but you know it was a big change from what I was used to growing up in a small town and anyways that's like a good background of like my shitty history with alcohol and you know I feel like I've gotten a hold on it especially this year like things have gone a lot better it's like I have rarely kept alcohol in the house for myself. Like, I just am not really tempted. And, like, a couple times that I have gone out and bought, like, a bottle of wine, I ended up pouring the bottle out anyways because I just, like, was, like, not in the mood. And I was just like, and I don't even think I'm going to finish. Like, I don't think I'm going to be in the mood later this week either. And I just would pour it out and... I don't know. There's just been, like, two or three nights. Now, like, four or five that I've, like, gone out and got a little drunk. But not to the point where it's so crazy. Like, I've blacked out once so far, you know. And 
or twice once or twice this year and that's like a big change but I don't know like even when I was in my DUI counseling classes I was like by the time I'm 30 I want to be sober you know like I just don't see myself carrying on with alcohol and I don't know maybe I won't be but like I just at the time too I was just like I really think alcohol has been destructive enough for me to want to stay away from it you know and that's how I am with it like I don't want to carry on a relationship with drinking or like I don't want to like give into it you know dwell in it or whatever and I don't know it's like it isn't so bad to go out and have a drink or two with friends especially if you're in good company but I feel like if there's anxiety involved or like you've had a bad day or any of that negativity like you shouldn't be drinking like there's other options for you to process that and a drink you know some people were like it helps take the edge off or like it does help me feel better but like you can easily get triggered like you can easily go into a dark place because like alcohol is not like a good thing like it's harmful you know it's really shitty it hurts your body a lot and that's why I'm like why do we drink but I don't know it's like such a social norm that like I don't even know how to like I could wish I could just say like everyone just stop drinking like let's go back to prohibition but like that didn't work either you know so it's like what do we do everyone has their vices and unfortunately alcohol is a really dangerous one you know especially when you get to that level because it's like I get people go out and have fun and have a few drinks and it's nothing more than that you know but for me and like other people I know it can be pretty deadly especially when you're vulnerable and you're going through all these things and it just makes it a lot more overwhelming and a lot more risky you know but anyways I'll just wait no and did I even give my point I don't know it's just like yes I've been stressed about this or that and yes I've like regretted drinking a few times this last year but I mean it's already October and I don't have that many like experiences where I was just like whoa I drink wait I don't know it's like uh I can't even like I'll have to come back to this but I mean I feel like I'm in an okay place but then I don't you know and I'm just like why do I still drink like why can't I just fully give it up and I don't know I guess part of me still thinks that having a drink or two will make me easier to hang out with or talk to but maybe I'm just not that easier fun to talk to you know like maybe I should accept that 